Hey guys, this episode is a really quick one. It's just me talking about a concept that I blogged about. It's called uh, signing your permission slip. And I hope you guys enjoy this one. It's only about 20 minutes. So sit back. Let me know what you think. It's just me doing some solo stuff late at night. I'm going to be able I'm wanting to do more and more of this kind of stuff. So let me know what you think. And uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy. All right, what's going on, guys? I just want to take a little bit of time to make just a tiny bit of content to sort of break up the silence between the episode we did Sunday and the next one. Uh, I kind of been slacking a little bit this week as far as creating more and more stuff. I've got to be a lot better about that. I want to be able to do more of the like the FYFT episodes or any just kind of like one on one episodes. There's so many stories that I want to be able to share of other people's. And it's, it's always great whenever someone jumps on and just spends an hour or so with me to talk about whatever. I think that there's so many, so much that we can learn from, from each other. So that's my call out to you guys to try and do some more content with me. And let's, let's tell these good fucking stories, man. It's just so fun being able to do that. Anyway, I wanted to make some solo stuff today on something that I talked about a really long, long, long time ago, maybe like two years ago. And it was truthfully something on our old blog back when we did that. I just wanted to be able to talk about it now. That concept is about writing and signing your own permission slip. So I know it sounds kind of silly, but hear me out. Um, I think that whenever we want to try and do something big or meaningful in our lives, it's like we have to internally create a permission slip. And just like when we were younger and there was a field trip or something like that, we had to go and ask mom and dad and we had to go and get whatever approvals and stuff like that, that we needed to be able to go. But I think that the way that we handle that as adults is that We worry so much about things being perfect before we go out there and make a leap for something. Just even how the Salumas podcast started, I almost had to, it was like I had to create a permission slip for myself because if I, if I did it wrong, I would have been wanting a permission slip from everyone else. I would have been seeking out everyone's approval before going forward with this. And truthfully, that was the hardest part is to just kind of go out on a limb and do it. But I think that that's all part of becoming a better version of yourself. It's really hard. And I think it's hard because it's easy being the same and being normal and being, I don't want normal is the wrong word. It's easy just staying in neutral. That's what it is. It's, it's comfortable no matter what the situation may be. And the hardest thing about all that is the realization that you're the only person that can give yourself the power to actually make changes or to to do whatever it is that you want to do. Um, I think it's hard because a lot of us constantly seek approval. It's, It's in our nature to be insecure, I think. We're all insecure about something because at the end of the day, we all just want to be able to fit in. I think that our desire for acceptance is at a point where many of us feel or at least find ourselves seeking permission just to change. 
or to be a different person. It's so weird when it's like something that's so important to you. We make it out so that it's something that requires so much approval from other people. It, it doesn't make sense when you take a 10,000 foot view about it. But when you're down in the weeds, it's absolutely normal. It's like you want to change your hair color or you want to go and you decide that something is no, uh, or a train of thought is no longer sustainable. It's no longer something that you think. And so you go around and you try to make it OK to think the way that you do. We do this kind of stuff. It's so, so weird, but it's so prevalent. I think sometimes it's just, you know, because we have, it's it's not just a need for acceptance. Um, I think that a lot of us have an issue with putting roadblocks in our own way that disallow us from from achieving whatever changes that we want to achieve. And I think that a lot of that can come from past experiences or it could be just a general lack of confidence, which could easily stem from past experiences, too. But the fact that we still seek permission from other people or constructs other than ourselves is is why I'm kind of talking about this. So. Back then, I had come up with a couple of different ways to be able to start to write your own permission slip. Um, and it was just seven ways, but I want to be able to share that with you guys, because I think it's still very, very important right now. There are tons of us out there that are doing different things. And I, I was really feeling this because I have been wanting to do even more with the podcast. And I internally, I felt like I had to get some kind of approval from the rest of the guys. And the one thing that I will always remember is that what the Salumis is for me is not the same thing as what it is for Mark or for Chris. And I think that that's the cool part about it. It's something different for all of us. And so I'm just thankful that there's an opportunity for me to go and just make something new of it. So that's kind of my idea for being able to or wanting to do more and more solo stuff. I really like just getting these thoughts that are in my head out. Some people have a way to get that out by blogging or they'll, I don't know, they'll they have some other kind of hobby. But for me, it's talking about it. it's putting it out there for in the world and hopefully getting feedback from other people just because I like to be able to have engagement and discussions with people. I like to put myself through the grinder. So anyway, I think the first step to learning how to write your permission slip is to to make small, really, really small changes to your routine. I'm very routine driven. I get up pretty much at the same time. I go through the same motions and then I come home and go to sleep. I think that the same thing applies for everyone else. And I think that as we get older, the need for routines or I guess it's not really a need, but the fact that we fall into the routines becomes more and more prevalent. Um, so, yeah, I think making small changes is something that's going to help you. Uh, so doing something daily that you normally wouldn't. So I think the big key for that is that it has to be so small that you don't really feel bad about doing it. So I say in that entry, taking a different route to work or something like that, or taking a different route home, uh, putting in a different spice while you cook, 
I think that tiny changes like that will build your confidence to switch things up and it'll allow you to make bigger choices later on without the need to seek any kind of approval. The The next thing is, and this is something we talk about nonstop, and that's auditing your circle. Uh, I know I've said it a bajillion times, but your circle should be people who accept you for who you are, but also will put you in check, man. They will also tell you when you're screwing up and tell you that, hey, you can be better than this if you want to. Um, one of the most freeing things about having a good circle is when that circle or at least everyone in that circle is 100% authentic and 100% themselves. And you're able to be that way around them. Authenticity is a, it's something that's just missing in so much of our lives these days. And when you have a circle that you can be 100% authentic around, it makes life so much better. Um, and if there are people that aren't like that in your circle, it's got to be on you to remove them. Um, and I'm not saying like quit being their friend or anything like that, but I just don't think that you should put as much stock into them as you would for someone else who is in the real circle. I just don't think so. That's just how I, how I roll. I think the next piece or step three, if you will, is and I say this also quite a bit is learning to be jealous of your own time. I am terribly jealous of my free time. Um, and sometimes I come off like a dick about it, but I've known what it's like to lose control of myself and to not put myself as a priority. And so because of that, I'm just so adamant about making sure that the time that I spend is time that I want and it's time that I enjoy. So if it's the things that I do at work for the most part or things that I do at home or with my friends, it's stuff that I want to do. I won't go anywhere or do anything if I don't if I don't want to. And if I get put in a position where I have to go, I'm a real asshole about it. Just because again, I'm very jealous of my time. I think that time is the most expensive and important commodity in the history of everything. And it's something that you can never get back, no matter how much of it that you have. And those of us who lose sight of their time um, and aren't jealous or selfish about it at times can be put in positions where they give way more than they should to other people and other things. Um, you know, you hear it all the time. You only have one life to live. And the one thing that binds us all is that we're all going to die at some point. So if there's anything that's going to put a priority or or something like that on being jealous of your time, it's got to be that alone. I mean, fuck, we're all going to die and you don't know when. So why waste time doing it all wrong, you know? Um, <clears throat> and, and also why waste time just needing someone to tell you that you can take time to go and do something different to better yourself? Um I think the other thing, and, and this is this is something that's pretty big for me. I think we all need to recognize that life, the universe, whatever thing that kind of guides you on your path is constantly trying to teach you shit. And you have got to pay attention to that. You have to have your mind open. You have to have your eyes open and be looking for the opportunities that are out there to do something good or do something great. Um and we call this in our different episodes, the calls to action. Now, if you remember, we had an episode on 
becoming the hero of your of your life story, I think that life or the universe or whatever you want to call it is going to give you constant calls to action, constant signs to to do something better or to to make the good choice or to just to make a different choice. And we've got to be really we've got to be a lot better about listening to it. And sometimes those choices aren't safe ones. Uh, but that's the key to, I guess, unlocking that next level, if you will, of yourself is by learning to answer the call to action. Um, the one thing also that that uh, helps us with, you know, writing or signing our permission slip. This one I got from Gary Vaynerchuk and it was it's just three words. It's he says, fuck, you're gonna. And so that means. You're, you're gonna is that is that part about you that always says you're going to do something and stop saying you're good. Just do it. Just do it. I think that when you say you're gonna, that leaves the door open for doubt, excuses, you know, other people's opinions. I think it puts you in a position where you may have to ask for approval before doing it. So just go and do it, man. Is it going to kill you? Probably not. So why do you need any of your buddies to tell you it's okay? It's not their life. They don't answer for you. It's yours. And I say that because this is this is something that used to get me quite a bit is is the gonna. I'm going to do this. I'm going to try this. I'm going to do whatever. And I never get done because I I sit there and talk about it. You tell everyone you're going to do it. You're you're all you're doing is talking. Act, act, act. That's what it's about. Um, I think the next piece is understanding that your dreams and desires and all that kind of stuff, they belong to you and they are 100 million percent worth pursuing. And the, the real bitch about that is that no one's going to fully understand your dreams and desires. And and the even bigger bitch about it is that you can't hold that against them. If you could imagine me in 2018 going and telling people, Hey, I'm going to start a, a, a podcast. Uh, and we're going to talk about all kinds of deep stuff and we're going to, we're going to keep it really real. You know, it was, I, people laughed, people absolutely laughed. And it's, it took time to, to not listen to a lot of that. Um, and I've said it a thousand times when when it really clicked for me, when it became my why. None of that stuff mattered. It just didn't. This was my dream. This is my goal is something that is very much so worth pursuing. And it's opened up so many doors. And I've said this also before, like I'm not doing this for a, a shitload of likes and follows and all that kind of stuff. It's because I'm hoping that there's something that I say in this podcast, maybe even in this episode that gets someone to make a big change in their life, or maybe that it talks someone off the ledge or it just, it causes something beautiful. I don't know. I just want to be a part or maybe just a catalyst of someone's change. And that's all I want. It's uh, of course, I would like the, the different types of successes and, all the stuff that come with the the crazy podcasts out there that are crushing it. But man, the connections that I've made, it's 
I wouldn't trade this for anything. I absolutely wouldn't trade it. And I think that when you have something that's your dream or your desire, you, you learn to defend it. And I feel like my way to defend the stuff that I'm doing is by doing it with joy every single time that I do it. It doesn't feel like work. It really doesn't. Every time I sit down in this chair and I get my mic going, like I'm just excited for what comes out of my brain. <laughs> it's because I always learn something new about myself. Um, it's, it is like therapy. It, it truly is. And thankfully I have therapists out there that actually listen to this and will give me feedback. So that's kind of cool. Not having to pay a deductible or anything like that for it. But, but seriously, it's, um, that's, it is something that I defend. It's something that I hold very close and dear to me. And I'm very thankful that I have Mark and Chris doing this with me and they have somehow been able to connect with this as well. And they're making it their own thing. And we hope to even be able to do more. Um, I think the last part about writing your permission slip is that it's all about ownership. We've got to take ownership that shitty relationship that you're in who got in it that job you complain about all the time who applied for it you need to recognize that you have 100 ownership of the choices that you do make as well as the outcomes of them period no one can take your ability to better yourself but you and you you just have to you have to accept that man can't be blaming anyone else for it that shit gets so many people into trouble and keeps so many people in neutral. And I think that when you lack that self-awareness and ownership, you do give the permission uh, to other people to govern how you live. And if you're if you're doing that shit right now, man, stop. Just stop. Ownership is the signature on the permission slip to, to doing whatever it is that you want to do in your life. And it's the single most important item on that list, just like the permission slips that we sign or that our parents sign when we would go on some kind of field trip or the ones that you sign. The most important thing on that slip is the signature that validates it. That says it's okay to go. And that's the shit that we got to start doing for ourselves. So that's it for us. Just seven quick steps on writing or signing your permission slip. And while it's not, it's not perfect or there's no expert opinion on it. It's it's based on just my experience. Um, I have, like I said, I've, I've lived a life where I'm constantly seeking permission to be myself or to feel emotions. And that that's a man thing, I think. Uh, well, it's 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 an every person thing. But I think that it hits guys really hard because I think society kind of tells us that it's weird or wrong to feel emotions. So those of us who do feel them, I think that there's this weird period of time where we're like kind of seeking permission to be able to do so. That's why I say it. But um, we we seek permission to change situations. And I got to a point where I felt guilty for not being or thinking a certain way. And I needed other people to agree with me and support my every single thought before I was okay with it. And when, when I got that, that awareness that I was doing that, man, it sucked because I, it's like, I needed to feel safe in their acceptance. And so I'm, I'm talking about this stuff now 
because I know I am not the only person who experiences this shit. I, I, I hope, but for real, I know I'm not the only person that goes through it. I'm just wanting to talk about it because maybe someone else has. I've been on the receiving ends of other people's permission slips too. And it sucks, man. Um, and it, it sucks because I say it's, it's hard to balance like giving advice and, and guidance and stuff to people while not signing the permission slip. Like I want to see everyone crush it and kick ass and all that kind of stuff. Um, and, and it's tough when it's like, when I feel like I'm signing that permission slip, I should just be like, yeah, go and do it. If you're feeling it, go do it. But I know that it's not so black and white with people. It's not so easy to just go out there and do it. So I get it. And I've, I've been on both ends of that. Um, what I and I think that everyone else should be doing is just being pillars of support for each other, not really pillars of opinion, pillars of support and just letting people know that, hey, I've got your back for whatever goes down here. It's it's so nice to be able to hear that kind of stuff from people without any kind of opinion, without any kind of just extra stuff. It's just like, Hey, I got you. Go and do it. You're going to be fine. It's not going to kill you. Um, yeah. And that, that's probably why I'd make a shitty therapist because if someone came to me with some stuff, I'd be like, I don't know if you want to, I mean, go for it, dude. Let's, I mean, we're st- I'm still here. We can still talk. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'd be bad at that stuff, but you know, to, to really wrap this up, um, if it doesn't end your life, or if it doesn't end another person's life, it, it just might be worth doing. Sign your own permission slip and take control of your life, man. Uh, the time that we have here isn't guaranteed. So we've got to be better about devoting as much of it as possible to just being the best versions of ourselves on our own terms. So that's all I really got for this talk. Um, I hope that you guys were able to find value in it. Um, I Again, I hope to be able to do more and more things like this. This stuff is always popping up in my head. I, I made a funny post, but I was dead serious. I was asking, why is it that I dislike hipsters so much? And um, different people wrote different types of uh, feedback. Someone was crazy enough to say it because I am one and I got so offended driving. I was like, for real? No. But anyway, I just hope that you guys do find value in this. And I am going to be doing more of these short little talks. So if you have a subject that you want me to talk about or that you want to talk about, let me know. I'll get a mic in front of you and we'll put it all through the grinder. So I hope you guys have a good day. Whip all the ass and we'll see you on Sunday.